Well, I can see you've got an unusual note-taking solution for this week's podcast. Um, do you yeah. want to explain that? Yeah, fine. Look, <laughs> I forgot my note-taking device. Right. And so I'm writing on, I guess you'd call it kitchen towel or kitchen paper. Fine. Yeah. It's a very professional operation. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Cheers. I take it seriously, this. I was going to write on a tea bag. My name's Will. And my name's Steve. You haven't got time to read War and Peace. Even if it is one of the greatest novels of all time. 587,000 words. 612 grams. That's the weight of the book. 500 characters. 361 chapters. Three volumes. Two epilogues. And a collection of maps. We're going to summarise all of it for you. This is War and Peace in just seven years. <laughs> Let's begin, Steve. <laughs> welcome to War and Peace in Just Seven Years, episode 50. Whoa, I'd wow! forgotten about that. 50. 50. Five, zero. We are officially 50. I feel like we should have presents for all the listeners or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we should give them 50 things. We should give them 50 quid each. 50 quid <laughs> each. We'll see, we'll see what we can do about that. Send in the long number on the front of your card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you, Steve? I am excited, very happy to be here. Very excited about this week's chapter, the 50th chapter of War and Peace. Who thought we'd ever get here? Who thought it? Be honest, who thought it? We <laughs> certainly didn't. Yeah, well, we are here now. <laughs> we, we are here, though. We're going to we're gonna keep going. But um, yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good, feeling fresh, feeling diplomat. Will. Yep. I've asked you this, I think, 24 times. I'm going to make it 25. Amazing. What happened last week? Oh, such a good question. It was all about snow and being bad fathers. Okay, yeah. You want to go into any more detail? You can leave it there, are you? <laughs> that, that feels like enough, but I could go a little deeper into the snow if you'd like. Uh, you're only willing to go into the snow. <laughs> In which case, I'll say yes. Tell me more about the snow. Thank you so much. Look, we were back at Nasty Nick's house, the yeah. sad castle, yeah. with his poor daughter, Mary. Yeah. Uh, Vasily and his son, Anatole, just before they're going to Disneyland, are popping in <laughs> so Vasily can marry his son, hopefully, to sad, sad Mary. You've got your Disneyland trip booked. Yep. You want all your kids married. Yeah. One check. Still one outstanding. Hopefully mm, today. I'd love to get that ticked off. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> It'd be great to tick that off. It would be. Hopefully that's going to happen today because, you know, Disneyland's not going to wait around. It really won't. And look, on that note, there's only one word left to say. For the 50th time. Onwards. <laughs> Onwards. So slick. It's the reading. What a delicacy, thought the princess. That's what she thought. Is it a turtle burger? Oh, you have to wait and see. I tell you what the listeners need, Steve. Uh-huh. 17, don't worry, you won't get them all, surprising facts about snow. I'm not willing to do all 17. <laughs> uh, uh, not, not for me, not for the, on behalf of the listeners I reject. At least you're honest. I'll do seven. We'll do a couple. I won't do seven either. <laughs> you won't do seven, why are you saying that? He's no genius, but he's an honest, good-hearted lad. An excellent son and kinsman. Oh, that sounds like someone was saying that about me. Have to be my mum. She'd say that. An honest lad. Genius. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good good kinsman. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oi, Steve, what colour is snow? Well, look, it's white. 
Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Right. What is it? It's not white. Is this like the way that the sky is not blue? It's because of, huh? I don't know, uh. phosphorus floating around <laughs> or something. Listen, I'm not going to tell you why, but snow is translucent. Whatever, mate. It's the light reflecting off it which makes it white. Back off. No one cares about this. <laughs> Friendship laughs at a distance. Okay. Yeah, I've always said that. It laughs at a distance. Friendship laughs. The distance means nothing to friendship. Snowflakes can get big, but how big, Steve? Um, two meters across? Two meters. You went really big. That would be big, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's why I said it. The size of a fully grown man. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Falling from the sky. You, you'd be impressed. You'd be terrified. You'd say, yeah. hey, look at that. Watch out! There you go. Wow. wow. That's big. Yeah, 15 inches. But, you know, your stupid guess ruined the the payoff. It's on the way to two meters. It is. All I know, Steve, is that monkeys bloody love snow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is the best list of facts ever. I'm really enjoying myself. Too much snow isn't good for you. Okay. (laughs) I should do a snow podcast. Okay, well, well, one more quote for you. (laughs) Go on. Now the fun begins. Oh. Thought Anatole, and uh, and he didn't mean snow. The link's perfect. It is. The reading's over. It is. It's over now. It's over. It's over now. It's snowver now. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me. I'll give you that. Cheers, mate. Go on, give us one more snow factoid. Thank you, uh, Steve. I've often heard you refer to any old snowstorm as a blizzard. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's bloody wrong, isn't it? <laughs> there are some very, so. very, very strict criteria a snowstorm has to meet in order to be called a blizzard. And that, my friend, wow. <laughs> and that, my friend, is all of the snow facts. Arguably, the monkey one was funny. Yeah. What a boring man you are. <laughs> <laughs> I just know so much about snow. It's really hard to say that. Yeah. No. Thank you. Honestly, well, I like it. I like it when you're enjoying yourself. So, thank you for that wonderful <laughs> list of snow facts. Thank you ever so much, Steve. Look, you've just read <laughs> a little chapter of War and Peace. You absolute, and I mean this, you absolute legend. Mm. I'm all snow and ears. Very good. I'm all ears. <laughs> Sneers. <laughs> I'm all snow ears. Okay, well, pleased to say, or maybe you won't be pleased to hear, but we're still in Sad Mansion. Oh, we're in sad palace. Everyone's sad. (laughs) And in fact, it's kind of like later that day. It's one of those ones. Wonderful. Cue angry sneeze. Yeah, it's kind of like five minutes later, actually. (laughs) Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, you might remember at the end of last episode, I think Mary might have been walking down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Well, now she's got to the bottom of the stairs. Holy moly. (laughs) We are really right back in the action. Mary's come down. You remember she was getting dressed up and stuff. She's come down to meet her lovely new potential husband-to-be. Oh, it's just so lovely, this young love. Beautiful young love. Such great examples of the last few chapters. Mm. Slightly bad omen here, though, Will. Maybe gives us an insight into her mindset. She's um, She is walking on her heels. Oh, hello. Which, you know, we learned last week, you've forgotten, but we learned last week means you're angry. You're angry. Or you're practising for some kind of... Uh, dance or some acrobatics. <laughs> you're, you're willing to ignore everything we know <laughs> and just go with a new thing. I, I, you're, you're a brave man. It's hard walking on your heels. Try it. So uh, everyone's there, ready to see her come down the stairs on her heels, all this stuff. Amazing. She's got a hype man. 
Um, little hype man behind again. You, you're a bloody legend. <laughs> Pretty much. Mademoiselle Borienne's there. She's playing the hype man role. Yep. As Mary comes down the stairs, she shouts, Voila! Marie! She's not sad at all. Everyone's there. And as often happens in War and Peace, there's a whole round of kissing when she comes down. A big moment. So she gives a kiss to everyone. She kisses specifically Prince Vasily. Big kiss on the forehead. Forehead? Okay. Uh, she doesn't kiss the fingertips or his ankle or like his shin. Right on his slimy forehead. Slimy. <laughs> dusted, dusted, probably lots of dust from, from the Dusty. hair products. Yeah, 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 that makes all makes perfect sense. Then there's this slightly mystical kissing moment. Okay. Then Anatole came up to her. She still could not see him. <gasps> she only felt a soft hand taking hers firmly, and she touched with her lips a white forehead, over which was a beautiful light brown hair smelling of pomade. Wow, someone left the smoke machine on or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. What I does thought he maybe, smell like? He smells like marmalade. Uh, pomade. I'm not sure what pomade is. Is it hair stuff? It's not It's not, uh, It's not. not for toast. Uh, it's like old-fashioned gel, I reckon. Oh, okay, you want that on your toast. No, no I probably not. I understand. So, I'll, I'll write down marmalade, though. Yeah, so I thought possibly Anatole has the ability to turn briefly invisible. Oh, like the new Spider-Man thing. A bit like yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah. things, yeah. I, I didn't pick that up. No, it's fine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, no, that's big news. That's big yeah. news. Maybe like if he's scared or excited. <laughs> Something like yeah, that. It's a new power, so it's scary to We him. don't know, we don't know. We've only seen yeah, one yeah, very yeah. slight hint. She couldn't see him. And then she yeah, could. Then, then she, she smelled his hair. Him. So, yeah. All right. Anatole, invisible question mark. When she looked up at him, she was struck by, by his, a brick. By, by his beauty. Oh, he's a, he's a handsome chap. He's got nice eyes. He's got more than that. He's a good looking oh, he's lad. Bloody hot, isn't he? He's really, really hot. Yeah. So, yeah, and this is just to give you, give you a little mental image of him. He's kind of standing there. He's, he's really hot. Mm. He's got a finger uh, in between some of his buttons. Oh, it's so sick and diplomat doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's swinging his foot. He just swing it like he don't care. His head's like loll, lolling to the side. It sounds terrifying, mate. <laughs> no, to the side, like in a it charming sort of way. It sounds like he's a demented doll. <laughs> he's really hot. <laughs> he's hot. He's hot, damn it. And according to Tolstoy, he's evidently not thinking about Mary at all. Oh, that's because he is a selfish, handsome little... It's <laughs> uh, hard not to swear, but yeah. Lad. I've just got here, hot, invisible puppet man. Could be, could be. That's what I've written on my kitchen roll. Tolstoy um, also makes a point here to to say that, you know, Anatole's really thick. Dum-dum, he's a dum-dum. Bit of a life lesson here. If you're really thick, mm -hmm. like Anatole, it's better just to stay quiet so people don't realise you're thick. Shut your mouth and don't talk about how much you love your sister. And Anatole also knows this. It was evident that he could be silent in this way for a very long time. I can be silent all day. <laughs> he can be <laughs> hot and silent, smouldering yeah, all day. I've got my fingers in my buttons. I don't need to say anything. Look at my eyes. Yeah, look at me. I've been silent for three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> head is lolling. Here's, here it is inside his head, what he's thinking. Okay. I know you. I know you. But why should I bother about you? You'd only be too glad, of course. I'm going to pop one of my fingers near one of my buttons. Yeah, watch I'm this leg swing. sexy and I've got nice eyes. The conversation was general and animated, thanks to Princess Lisa's voice and her downy lip that lifted over her white teeth. Oh, we forgot about her moustache. Yeah, it's lovely though. It's helping the conversation along nicely, yeah, yeah. that downy lip. Yeah, do you like it? We've had one tip already mm -hmm. for sort of how to get along in life. Be quiet. I've got another tip for you. Good. And this could be straight out of a kind of like wiki how 
um how to make friends how to win friends and influence people lovely guide like or like top 10 ways to be cool at a party you won't believe number five you won't believe number five here's number five (laughs) you won't believe it Lee's met Prince Vasily with that playful manner often employed by lively, chatty people, and consisting in the assumption that between the person they so address and themselves, there are some semi-private, long-established jokes and amusing reminiscences, though no such reminiscences really exist, just as none existed in this case. God, that was a, a mouthful, eh? I've never said the word reminiscences. <laughs> so many times (laughs) at all (laughs) let alone twice in one sentence to to say it that much in one goes is is tough she's talking about in jokes there she's saying like when you meet someone you don't know that well but you want to like be their mate Mm. just pretend you're their mate already do you remember last week when we were throwing snow at the (laughs) pigs that's exactly what they do (laughs) yeah that's what they do so they 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 have a lovely time they're all sat in there chatting and basically Mm. they're just talking about made up memories I'll give you some examples. Please do. Why is it you were never at Annette's, the little princess asked Anatole. Oh, I know, I know, she said with a sly glance. Your brother Hippolyte told me about your goings on. I have heard of your doings in Paris. Ooh. Is it bear related? A French bear? Did did someone just say Paris? 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 I'm from Paris. Who's from Paris? Me, Mademoiselle Bourienne. Mademoiselle Bourienne's from Paris. That was a reenactment of how it might went down. When Paris was mentioned, Mademoiselle Bourienne, for her part, seized the opportunity of joining in the general current of recollections. I love Paris. I live in Paris. I got stuff written on my head. I'm everyone's mate. I'm Madame Bourienne. So you can imagine, she takes the floor. She's talking a lot about Paris. I love Paris. I don't have any examples of what she says about Paris. We can make them up. You can imagine it's amazing. Mm. The Eiffel Tower, if it doesn't exist yet, but it's going to be oh, amazing. When it does, <laughs> you guys are oh, going to love it. The and, amount of postcards that's going to be on. Yeah, and you know what? Paris is in the north of the country. You wouldn't yeah, believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Bread. We've got it. We've, name, we'll a, it. name a bit of bread. We, yeah. yeah. We've got cakes. We've got bread. Shops for cakes. Shops for bread. <laughs> you can mix them up if you want. You can imagine. She's talking about things like oh, that. Ah, the boulangerie players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, got the, she's got the attention of the room. Oh, yeah. Specifically, though, she's got the attention of Anatole. He's ogling her. <gasps> oh, my word. Things are about to get sexy. <laughs> well... <laughs> On seeing Mademoiselle Bourienne talk about Paris, this is what Anatole thinks. He thinks, not bad at all. Not bad at all. He thought, examining her, not at all bad, that Mm. little companion. Mm. (laughs) Woof, woof. I hope she will bring her along with her when we're married. La petite gentille. Oh, yeah. You want to guess what the French means? The small... Exactly. (laughs) The little one is charming. Oh, woofies. Anatole's such a little scumbag. (laughs) He really, 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 really is a scumbag. (laughs) Sorry, everything Anatole says is just in his head because he's constantly silent. Yeah, he hasn't said not bad at all. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Woof, Mm, woof, 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 woofy, woof. (laughs) (laughs) He's not said that out loud yet, at least. I know what you're thinking, though, Will. Do you? I do. Okay, yeah. it's one of those times. I know. What, I do know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, you do. You always do. We're in Sad Mansion. We are. But it seems like, on the whole, everyone's having a pretty good time. We'd have to call it Happy Mansion. What's going on? How can it be? Surely, surely someone's sad. Well, surely someone's missing. 
They're having such a nice time, of course, because Nasty Nick isn't there. Yet. He's upstairs <laughs> beating Tick on with a stick. <laughs> well, that might have been happening earlier, but from what I know, he's in his study. Sneezing. Here's a quote. Frowning and considering what he was to do, the coming of these visitors annoyed him. Oh, it annoys him so much because he hates Vasily. Every time he says his name, he goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He thinks Vasily is a shallow braggart. Oh, braggart slugworm. Doesn't like his um, son, uh, Anatole. He's a muppet. He's an idiot. But what annoys him most isn't those two. It's the idea of ever having to, ever having to part with his daughter. Ever. Life without Princess Mary, little as he seemed to value her, was unthinkable to him. Who else will I shout at and teach maths <laughs> exactly. to? I think it's more in that category than like, I'll miss her. I can't teach maths to tick on. So he says that, but then also in the same breath, he thinks this. And who would marry Mary for love? Oh, wow. Everyone's so horrible. Plain and awkward. <laughs> They'll take her for her connections and wealth. Look, it's sad, but Nick sort of has called it there, hasn't he? In a horrible roundabout way, he yeah. has really nailed at least this particular situation. Just this marriage, not in general. Of course there's someone for Mary out there. <laughs> Obviously someone would marry Mary for love. Of course. But this guy. It ain't this. He's not the guy. It ain't invisible puppet boy with his fingers in his buttons. No, it's not him. So, you know, anyway, so he concludes that basically, well, he can't really stop it. We'll have to wait and see. And then he says... And that is what we shall see. That is what we shall see. That is what we shall see. Just shouting that out by himself in a room. Yeah. It's good. That is what we... Dad, you're going to come down in a second. <laughs> yeah, that is what we shall see. Achoo! That is what we shall see. I'll be down shortly. Achoo! And with that, he's out of the room. He's done. Poof. He's, got, he's, big, he's bigged himself up. Huh. His step. It's alert. He's ready for action. He's glancing around rapidly. <laughs> he's... He's prancing. He's backflipping. He's seeing everything. He's seen Mademoiselle Borean's ribbon. He's turned into a cat. It could be maybe her. Maybe the ribbon's hiding her message. We don't know. He's seen Mary's unbecoming coiffure. Oh, you didn't have that sick diplomat hairdo yesterday. It's not diplomat. He thinks it's terrible. Awful hair. Unbecoming. She's trying to show off like one of the teenagers. He notices that Mary's looking lonely. His daughter. Let's and go teach her some maths. <laughs> he thinks. Got herself up like a fool. He's a great guy. He's a great father. I won't hear a word against him. It's our mate, Nasty Nick. <laughs> it's our best friend. <laughs> and and I assume Patreon subscriber. <laughs> He's on the highest tier. It's everyone's <laughs> mate. It's Nasty Nick. Then suddenly, <gasps> suddenly gets up, goes straight over to Mary. I think this is probably his gambit for Father of the Year award. Okay. This is in front of everyone. Is it for visitors you've got yourself up like that, eh? He said, oh. fine, very fine. You've done up your hair in this new way for the visitors. And before the visitors, I tell you that in future, you are never to dare to change the way of your dress without my consent. Oh, wowzers. In, sorry, in front of, yep. of, of everyone. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. okay. <laughs> he says, okay. She need not make a fool of herself. She is plain enough as it is. Oh, then the sucker punch. Sucker punch. At the end. Mary starts to cry. Yeah, okay, so, that'll happen. Father of the year, 1805, contender. Contender, he's <laughs> up there. Steve, out of interest, what is this flip new diplomat hairstyle that all the girls are trying out that's getting Nick oh, so livid? I wish I could tell it you. It sounds incredible, though. I mean, I think whatever it is, it's probably completely inoffensive and fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like I don't know, like normal straight hair just or like hair. it's just some hair. curls or something. I don't just, know. It's just hair. His point is, he didn't choose it. He wants to be in complete control of Mary's life. Mary, we've got the list of the colours you wear every day of the week. You have to stick to the colours every day of the week, or you I'll know, go insane. You know how it works. <laughs> you know how it works. Three to Mary. four p.m. I'm I'm moving around boxes. <laughs> Five to six p.m. Nervous. I'm looking at colours and then I'm picking them for the next week. <laughs> and then you wear them, and your hair's always the same. Do you remember the snow? So he says that quite awful stuff. Mary yep. starts to cry. Then yep. he's like, right, it's down to business. Ladies, see you later. Get out of the room. The girls, do one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's party. He has a quick chat with Anatole, um, sort of like, you know, introductory interview. Nice. He asks him about the army. Nick loves the army. Anatole doesn't know what much about the army. It's a bit sure. embarrassing. Yep. Uh, then he's like, see you later as well. Vasily, let's go to my study. Let's go to my study and look at antique snuff boxes. <laughs> I assume they did that for a while. <laughs> I assume Tikon came and did some circus tricks for them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah the plate yeah. spinning. He's and catching them, throwing them. It's incredible. You gotta Honestly, see it. you throw a plate, this lad will catch it. Yeah, change the wigs over and then it's down to business. Oh, slick. So, as we know, one thing we definitely have established is that Nasty Nick, if there's anything about this whole situation, this marriage situation, he's very relaxed about it. He's very happy for his daughter to get married. <laughs> he is. He's a chill <laughs> he's guy. He's extremely fine and he's willing, you know, He's willing to tell anyone that. He's willing to. He's a chill man. So here he is. This is when they get in the study. Well, do you think that I shall prevent her? That I can't part from her? The old prince snorted. Let her marry. It's all the same to me. He screamed in the same piercing tone as when parting from his son. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely fine. Do I care? It's absolutely fine. A <laughs> chew, a chew. Why is everyone saying I'm mad about <laughs> I love it. I'm happy. I love being out of control. I don't even need the control. This is the best day ever. <laughs> it's the happiest day of my life. A chew, a chew, a chew, a chew. Right. Well, they chat for a bit. And basically the conclusion is, that he's not sure Anatole's going to stay around for a few days, hang around, stay hang for a about, bit. Hang about, be silent for a few days. Yeah, he's just going to stay there, hang out with the ladies, hang out with uh, Nick, and um, they're going to like make an assessment. Lovely. And then, Will. And then. There's a time lapse. Ooh. Oh. Uh-oh. Sci-fi. Oh, adventure. <laughs> 1,000 years Not into quite. the future. Ooh, slightly later. Civilization as no, we know it has not, crumbled. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Come back a few millennia. <laughs> no, no, no. Anatole's there. Ooh. Okay. Oh. He's hanging out. He's handsome. Yeah, yeah Everyone's yeah. having a good time. He's got nice eyes. Oh, Mary's relaxed. Anatole's, chill. <laughs> Anatole's handsome. He's manly. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, this is a time lapse still. Okay. Mademoiselle Borien's there. Writing Ooh. stuff on her head. She's always had a secret fantasy about being seduced by a Russian prince. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this <laughs> is weird. Oh, it's too weird. On. Oh, Mary's there. We're still Hello. in the timeline. Hello. Mary's there. Anna 12 thinks she's devilishly ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the end of the time lapse. <laughs> We're in the future. <laughs> the year is 790,000. No, yeah. no, no, it's still November 1805. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. What the hell just happened? Sorry, that was a two-week time lapse. Two-week time lapse. Or maybe just, one week. Or maybe one week of just hanging out, chilling out, relaxing, exactly. that kind of stuff. So, Will, we know that Mademoiselle Borienne um, fancies Anatole. We do. And um, we know that she's got this this fantasy mm. about Prince. Yeah. Anatole's a, a prince. He is. Is he? Maybe, probably. Yeah, he's probably. Russian. He's Russian. And he's well. Russian. Oh, and yeah. he fancies her. Oh. Where, do you, where do you think he's going? Oh. 
Oh, I think they're going to sneak off for a kiss behind a bush. Okay, I've got a clue as well if you... That's oh, quite a good guess. You, but... Offer me the clue, sir. Do you want a clue? Yes. Here's the clue. He was beginning to feel for the pretty and provocative Mademoiselle Bourienne that passionate animal feeling which was apt to master him with great suddenness and prompt him to the coarsest and most reckless of actions. Oh, that's hot stuff. There's passion in the air. He's going to grab her. They're going to kiss behind the bush, like I said. Over the course of the time lapse, a lot's happened. Yeah, that sci-fi time lapse. He really kind of got us into the portal and we, we see all the different parts. They're flying, they're flying and they've come together. So we've just finished tea time. Okay. This is the final scene. We've had our sarnies. We've had a, probably a couple of sarnies. A little turtle. Maybe a little um, jammy dodger. A little amuse-bouche. Mo- amuse-bouche and maybe those little um, American uh, peanut cupcakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a little, little stringy Hershey's. cheese. And stringy cheese. <laughs> some stringy cheese. <laughs> yeah, we have. And obviously tea. And some fizzy pop. And some fizzy pop pops. Yeah, and some tea. And some actual tea. So, they've had, <laughs> they've had tea. They've had tea. All right, yeah. They've had tea. Mary's having a little uh, tinkle on the old clavichord. Oh, lovely. She loves doing that. You can picture the scene. She's there playing, I don't know, like... Um, three blind mice. Three blind mice. Yeah. Or Ma- like, Mary, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really playing, doing my head in. So she's playing the piano. You can imagine it. She's she's playing that. And uh, next to her, Mademoiselle Borean sitting on the little piano stool. Ah, oh, smoulderingly hot. She's really hot. Yeah. Leaning, also hot, leaning over the clavichord. Oh. Like a kind of like melting honey or something like that. Yeah, like is, that. Is Anna Twelve. Oh, and he's there staring at her. Mary's jamming out three blind mice. <laughs> he's laughing. He's, he's loving. He's I going, love yeah. this song. He's looking at Mary going, great. Three, yeah, really good. That's a good song. Playing. Um, <laughs> and this is, this, is, this is actually really sad, this bit. Oh. So, you know, basically, Mary's been falling for Anna 12 over the last, over the time lapse. Oh, Don't no. Don't know if that was clear. It, not particularly. But... Sorry, yeah. Mary's, <laughs> Mary is relaxed. Anyway, look, now... Right. You know, now um, I should have made that clearer. Sorry, you should have. It's fine. That's all right. He's looking at her. They're all having a nice time. Everyone's mm. loving three blind mice. They are. Mary feels a painful level of joy. Oh at wow! This situation because she's there with her future husband. That's what she feels. She's falling in love with him. She's jamming out three blind <laughs> mice. Favorite song. She's just and she thinks she's doing the song justice as well. Anatole's also quite happy because he's got his French girlfriend. Right. Right. Well, look, listen to this. It's really sad. It is sad, this. Anatole's expression, though his eyes were fixed on Mary, referred not to her, but to the movements of Mademoiselle Borien's little foot, which he was then touching with his own under the clavichord. Oh, my God. How small's her foot? Really small. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> small enough to fit under a clavichord. She's got a small foot, eh? It's little, yeah. Little. The Tolstoy wouldn't have said that if it's not really small. <laughs> we don't know if, if they're tiny both foot. small or just one's really yeah, small. Yeah, she's got one tiny foot. I feel like you've missed the, the main <laughs> point there, though, but, sh- but fine, yeah. Have I? Here's the final quote. This is Mary thinking this. How happy I am now and how happy I may be with such a friend and such a husband. Husband, can it be possible? Oh, wow. End of chapter. Oh, it really got me. It's really got me in the really feels. That got the you end there. there. Oh. It's just so horrible, Madame Borienne. What's written on that treacherous head? <laughs> that treach. We'll find out. <laughs> we we'll will. find out, Madame Borienne. You're going to be exposed. Yeah. We're coming for you and you, Anna Twelve. It's the summary. Summary. So there we go, Will. 
<laughs> Another day in Sad Mansion. A couple of weeks in Sad Mansion, actually, with that amazing time lapse. We spend any longer in Sad Mansion, Steve. I'm going to start getting sad. <laughs> we spend any longer, I'll marry someone. <laughs> I'll marry anyone you want. I'll Get marry- me out of here. If we spend another two weeks, I'll probably marry Tickon, to be honest. <laughs> I'll marry the bloody clavichord. Will, how are you feeling over there? You've got your all your incredible toilet paper notes in order. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've written, I've written my notes out on a lovely scrap of toilet paper. I am good. I'm good to go. Okay, I'll get my 10-second timer on the clock in three, two, one. Treachery at the clavichord. Anatole. Allegedly invisible. Maybe. Nice eyes. Nice smelling hair. Cheater! It's love triangle time in Sad Mansion. Mary, I'm sorry. I'm just so, so sorry. Angry sneeze. you! <laughs> wow, fantastic stuff. You spent a lot, a lot of time on the invisible thing. Um, Anatole's allegedly invisible, Steve. As far as we know. We don't know. We can't say. We can't confirm. We can't deny it. Can't say it. Shocked me to my core. Yeah, right, right, right. Absolutely shocked me that. It's going to be interesting to look out for that, see how he uses that. Uh, mm, I that power that... will be useful in the war. In the war, exactly, yeah. Mm. On the front. He'll go invisible and, and pinch Napoleon's hat. Something like that. It's going to be some hijinks <laughs> oh, it'll be so on, funny. The, on the battlefront. But really, Steve, that chapter was sad. Yeah. Treachery at the clavicle. Is that the title? Yeah. Very, very good. Very highbrow. Highbrow, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Very was... highbrow. Thank you. It was, wasn't it? Impressive stuff. Very impressive. (laughs) Treachery. I cannot believe it. There's a bloody love triangle. And what makes it sadder is that Mary, bless her, she's only gone and got happy. I hate it because she, you know, she deserves to be happy. She does. All these awful blokes around her. Ruining her bloody life. Exactly. She could be happy. She just needs to get rid of these people, these horrible people. Now she's in love with Anatole and he's in love with Madame Borienne. Is he in love with Madame Borienne or is he, you know, he's a, he's a player. Yeah. Don't hate the player. No, no, do hate the player. (laughs) In this occasion, you hate the player. It's impossible not to respond like (laughs) that. No, I know. But you should. Yeah. You've been programmed by society. (laughs) I have, mate. In this instance, do you know what audience do hate the player? (laughs) All right. You heard it here first. More (laughs) incredible, (laughs) incredible revelations next week. Thank you for listening. Cheers. See you next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode, the 50th episode of War and Peace in Just Seven Years. But it's not the only important number. No, it's not. It's also the fourth episode of this season since we started Patreon. So we're going to say thank you to our Patreon supporters. We are. So specifically, thank you to the ones on the on the higher tiers. They get their names set out. <laughs> you do, they so do. Thank you, Alistair. Thank you, Christine. And um, thank you also to Ali. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. And everyone else who I didn't mention, all the powder monkeys, basically. All those powdery monkeys. We love you. You're the best powder monkeys. So thank you so much, everyone, for supporting the podcast. We really do appreciate it. We love you all so much. Thank you. And you know what? That's it this week. We're just going to let the spotlight shine on these wonderful Patreon people. They deserve it. Let them bask in that glow. But very quickly, get yourself on the Instagram at Weapon 7 Podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Get yourself no, on no. the Patreon no. forward slash Weapon 7 and hear a not, <laughs> hear a not the silly bits because they are hidden away. Thank you. Have a lovely week. See you later. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.